and welcome to Reckless Moves, a D&D podcast where a bunch of idiots play Dungeons and Dragons, and we try to kill things and not get killed. Uh, I am the Dungeon Master, Michael Green. I try to kill them and not get killed. So it's kind of a really fun balance. We have some amazing players today, and you can find their character sheets at RecklessMoves.com. We have a Dwarven Paladin, Halfeth Truestorm. Oh my god, Dragon Mama. We have Bryn Abilie, an Elven Ranger. I'm feeling a little reckless today. <laughs> nice. Uh, we have a reckless person, a Fire Genasi Barbarian, known as Crispin Emberfury. Oh yeah, ready to have some dragon soup. A Halfling Rogue, Birch Twig Twigglesby. A Black Dragon Lives Matter. <laughs> Zilp. A, a Zilpip, who will be introduced shortly. Unmute. Oh, he'll be introduced shortly, I guess. So he's not going to say anything right now. And we have, uh, we have Serial Ashgarden, a wild hunt cleric. Well, I, I, I don't know why with this dragon's always got to pick on us. All right. And uh, I think uh, Crispin has a uh, joke for us today. Yeah. So, hey, guys, why do uh, paladins always wear chainmail? Because it's holy armor. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Oh, I like it. I like it. Man. Psychic damage. Psychic damage. That's, Roll. that's pretty awesome, actually. The pain. So, oh, the pain. The agony. Does that um, set the precedence for the rest of the session? I, Listen yeah, it usually, it usually does. <laughs> so where we left the last time, the party had had a great time at the uh, Laughing Rogue Winery, a reunion, and met with a Baylor named Tarnham, um, have said their goodbyes to the winery, headed back to a teleportation circle and are now heading, uh, arrived in Hokar near the place where they once stood at the doorstep of the, uh, apparently the fire giant fortress. So the party was heading West, having a great time, beautiful day. And right about sunset, their weapons of warning went wild and a massive shadow of wings was coming from the west and just as it just as the sun passed just past the horizon you recognize the black dragon mama remember when you killed nightscale oh so long ago yeah. well a uh, little backstory someone took a vial of that blood from that black dragon and carried it around in their backpack for a very 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 long time um, that was subsequently buried, but the scent of the party was um, right on was on was <laughs> being tracked and finally has caught up. Um, so where we pick it up this this level, you um, I'm just gonna have everyone roll initiative because you cannot be surprised because of your weapons of warning, which uh, I don't know what dungeon master gave you those. It's like really bad idea. 
It's okay. I can't be surprised anyway without a weapon. Are, are you sure it wasn't the uh, dragon oh. Oh. meal that you uh, sacrificed to the, <laughs> the ocean? It, <laughs> Twig? It could be. Um, possibly. Wasn't that black dragon as well? Oh. No. Sir. We had okay. the white dragon that we saved, and we had the white dragons that we uh, talked to. But, yeah. yeah. Um, give me your initiative please uh crispin six all right bryn i would like to point out just for clarity you do have action points i think some of you still have the inspiration from before i'm just uh bryn um, i'm gonna use my action point to re-roll okay oh uh 12. okay was that better Yes. <laughs> Talfeth. 11. Twig. 23. Nice. And Zilpit. Five. Okay. Well, you're arriving, you know, <laughs> late into the party anyway. Are you All ready right. for uh, Serial? I did. Okay. It is Twig, Serial, and I'm going to now um, move and share another map. Music will pause for a second as I make that transition. Okay, so you are, you were, oh, I, um, you're heading across basically a bridge across the river that goes south to your destination and the black dragon is heading. Sorry, this is mirrored. Um, so west is where the dragon's coming from. <laughs> um, and uh, to your, as you are getting ready to cross this river, to your south, uh, you see a character who was riding on a horse toward you. And uh, Zilpip, you can describe yourself. I roughly five foot five and I have white skin, brown hair, and green eyes. Running full speed. Okay. Um running full speed at you for some reason. Now uh Twig, you are first, then cereal, then the uh and you guys will recognize this creature. This is Endorma, the mother of Nightscale. First question, uh, how far is Endorma from us? Um, is Was closing fast and was actually going to rake you with her breath, but your weapons of warning alerted you. So it is uh, looks like about uh, 80 feet. Okay. I look at Crispin and I say, do you trust me? And I, I grab Crispin and I cast Dimension Door and Dimension Doris to Endorma's back. Uh, wait. Nice. Behind her or on? I want to be very clear shit. what you're doing. On top of her. On top of her back. Okay. Um, okay. Both of you roll a dexterity check because this dragon flies at uh, 80 feet, which is, it's moving pretty fast. So I'm not saying you can't. 
uh, might end up on her tail hanging on. Well, or that's fall a, off. That's a, that's a non-natural 20. And Crispin got a 15. You guys both are on the back of the dragon, currently balanced at the moment. I grab onto the nearest spine sticking out of her back. Okay, and that's, so your action was the dimension door and yeah. your like interaction with an object is to grab on a spine. Yes. And um, yeah, my, my, I'm gonna use my bonus action to grab Crispin's hand. <laughs> if okay. I can. If I can, but that, that's okay. Okay. Um, and that's your turn? That's my turn. Okay, so... Um... Holy guacamole. <laughs> fascinating. Just fascinating. Um, didn't... First move of the session, man. <laughs> I'm like... I, I, I'm a little... What's the name I of the gotta admit, I'm a little confused. <laughs> I'm a little confused. <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, what do they say about the best laid plans? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what they say. So Serial says, let's spread out so we don't all get hit with the breath. Um, Serial moves movement in sight of the dragon, but kind of like just behind this tree. The dragon is flying down, so the dragon is currently about 80 feet in the air, just to be clear. Was flying down toward toward you to rake you with a breath weapon. Awesome. Um, okay, so Serial. Um, would try that. Yeah. Um, Sorry, give me one second, because I'm playing another character. Um, um, who apparently didn't click long rest before last session. So I'm doing that for him. There we go. Now I have spell slots. Um, yeah, is basically going to um, try. I don't know. Um, a level five banishment. <laughs> That's with just... you guys on her back. So, uh -huh. so, <laughs> oh so, boy. So she said, so <laughs> she totally did this. <laughs> well, look at she was. Got to remember, this all happens in six seconds. Sure, no, no, all of this. <laughs> So I know two uh, people who don't have slow fall. Oh no! I well, got slow fall though. <laughs> okay, um, and he just has to drop it like it's it, hot. It is a charisma eighteen save, so I'm going to roll on behalf of. The <laughs> he said to the fire genasi. Plus four. Okay. Let's see. Five plus four is nine. The dragon is banished for one minute. 
So, since the dragon is banished to another plane, we are falling. You start falling, but we'll resolve that. You, you start falling. I'll see what you do about it on your turn. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, well, as order, a reaction, I have a reaction. Okay. And that's Featherfall. So you're reacting Featherfall. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, it's there, sorry. <laughs> so we have a we have a full minute. So you guys are going to be able to communicate, plan, do something. And I'm going to say you have in our human time five minutes, and I'm gonna start a timer as soon as. Um, uh, I'll start one now. So you have five minutes uh, in human time to figure out what to do. Go. Okay. I have the Javelin of Lightning still, guys, which I can't use if people are on her back. So. Well, you don't have to worry about that now. <laughs> well, it's a matter of doing it again. <laughs> um, wait, but you, what are you guys doing? Because you're falling through the air. Yeah, we're falling. We're, we're landing on gently on the ground. Does that cover? Does the feather fall cover me too? Yeah, uh, me and me and uh, up to five people. Oh, nice. Oh, oh okay. You're we're lucky. Fine. So you guys are on the other side of the bridge, yeah? Yeah, we're on the other side of the bridge. Okay. Do, and do we, we do we want to try to fight her, or do we want to try to negotiate with her? Figure or out what's going wanna, on. Maybe we could trap her because she know we know that she's going to spawn back in exactly the same place she left from. Hmm. So we could set a trap for her to come back in the do next. Do you minute. have some sort of trap? Uh, how, how do you trap something that's 80 feet in the air? I have the wand of web, if we can get her closer to the ground. Um, if we can, if you could fly up and open the uh, cube of the, the fortress above her head when she spawns, it can trap her underneath it. Oh, no, Serial no, could do that pushes, on her ground. It pushes any creature outside of the... It would do damage, for sure. It does damage. And if I'm hiding behind you, that means I have advantage, so I get sneak attack as well. Can you hide behind Serial on sneak the attack, room? Surprise fortress damage? Yeah, sneak, sneak attack, sneak attack, fortress attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. And if I crit, holy shit. <laughs> I love this overly fortified plan. Well, there's no critting with the fortress. It's a it's damage. It's well, okay. don't I get sneak attack? Well, no, it's, it's, no. Because it wouldn't I be throwing it at her? Okay, but yeah, but there's no one engaged with her. She's in another dimension. Oh, 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 oh yeah, whatever. Okay. I'll right? Wait. To there's... distract her, though, I should probably use the Javelin of Lightning. Yeah, guys? Yeah, you can do a sneak attack for sure, but not with Darren's Fortress. Darren's Fortress has a, a part of it is a fixed damage that if you throw it. And, okay. Right? Nope. So it's not, it's not, it's not an attack. You would just activate it and trying to time it right when she comes back from the other plane. No I will worries. allow that. I'm pausing it while I'm explaining this, by the way. Yeah, no worries. So you got time. Okay. I, I have you a still have three minutes. That I can shoot as well. Oh, a what? But it, you know, I have a lightning arrow. Maybe if we so do both at the same time. I can cast it where I can do 5d8 damage. Ooh. Oh, nice. And anybody in the area within 10 feet has to make a dexterity save. Or it takes an additional 2d8. So I, I can do that, plus I have my three attacks. So I'm going to position myself uh, to the south of where she disappeared from. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm thinking I need to run across the bridge and be on the other side too. Because where she's at is where she's going to pop back up, right? So where are you going to position Twig? Like right behind yeah. her? Yeah, well, no, to, to the south of where she would reappear. So I, I don't want to push her onto the bridge with the with the fortress. I so you want to push this Bryn, way? Yeah. I want to push how big was... I want to push her north. Wait, wait, wait. Let's think about that. Maybe we do want to push her onto the bridge because then she could fall in the river and go downstream. Mono, but she's she likes water. Yeah, she's, Black dragons she's like a, water. She's a giant dragon. She's she's gonna she's not gonna float away. Okay. Like we don't we don't even yeah. know how deep this river is. It could just be like a creek or something. Yeah. It only looks like um that. I'm actually gonna go in that um by that tree that's right by the, the bridge right there, Mike. Okay. Just just south of that. So I'm kind of like a little bit under it because my sharpshooter Oh yeah, absolutely will let me Yep. Yeah, Mike, I should be about twenty feet to the to the uh, west from where I'm, you have me. About twenty feet to the west, yeah, uh, b- Actually, behind Mike, the tree. Would it be disadvantage if I was in the tree? I mean, could I shoot from inside the tree? I guess you could. I don't know I, if you'd have. I mean, if you if you can see him clearly. I would like to be in the tree, and since I have spider climb shoes, I just stick to the branches. Okay. Uh, Telfeth, what are you doing? Okay, I need to be on the other side of the bridge as well. I'm other side of the bridge, but I'm going to be up from her. So where that big, huge tree is. Yeah, 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 right about there. Okay. I'm still out of the circumference of Bryn, your spell, though, right? Yeah. Crispin, you're already over here because you fell. So so where you land, you you move where you want. I'd like to move um, to where I'm just just out of Bryn's spell attack, and as soon as her attack goes off, and what is your spell spells, attack range? Because you said that. Um, it's said just 10 feet. every creature within 10 feet. Okay, so you're staying out of 10 feet. Yep. All right. Serial uh, is going to move not across the bridge, but further south to have line of sight, but uh, wants to be within 120 feet for a specific reason. Now, Zilpip, during this time, during this period, um, what are you doing? You, so you guys see a satyr um, riding a horse running up toward you and looks at you guys, looks at the dragon. What are you doing or saying? I'm running forward. I can help. I can help. I finally found you guys. I can help. Okay. And where are you going to position yourself? Ooh, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna position myself sixty feet from the dragon. Okay. So you're on a horse, so let's see. Uh do you wanna be on the bridge or do you wanna be uh, across? I wanna be across. Because I don't wanna fall in. Okay. That's definitely within sixty feet. You can even be further up. There's perfect. And okay. Mike, I just wanna be a little closer to that tree on the in the bottom south there. Okay. So for those in the podcast, we're positioning for a, basically a, I want to imagine this doesn't, uh, you know, made the dragon like you more by banishing him (laughs) on the way to attack you already. So, um, and good timing. Any other stuff? You have 30 seconds. Yes. I'd like to have a held action. So as soon as he, uh, as soon as all the other effects are go off, the spell effects and such, I'd like to uh, jump in and attack, and have Black Racer haste me. I have all three attacks. So I'll, 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 I'll do the haste part of that. But for um, 
I'd say if the dragon approaches you, you can have an attack, but you can definitely do the haste as a held action. Because remember, held action is going to fire, but it, it, it's not your full move. Your full Actually, the next ones to act after this will be Bryn, Talfeth, and you, Chris, Crispin, and Zilpit. Okay. Because we're still in combat order. It just was suspended for that. And then it will so be Twig and Serial. Maybe I should have the fortress so, instead then. Uh, fifteen seconds. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pass. Yeah, I'll, take... the, I'll pass the fortress off to, to to Crispin. Okay. So then, that's my held action to throw the fortress as soon as you reappear. Okay. And it, you're you're gonna target it. Well, I'm gonna pause again with five seconds left. Throwing this would be a strength thing. So it, it not a it's not a dexterity. It's a strength thing to throw it accurately right okay and you're throwing it you have to throw it 80 feet in the air so i'm going to have you do a strength check to okay. see how if this couldn't does wait. appear couldn't you wait till she lands we're assuming she's going to land yeah i don't know i mean okay dragon reappearing in three two one held action real quick real quick um, Mike, would this be considered Bryn's first combat action? It, it is. It's the first round. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure I needed to clarify that. Oh, I know why you're asking. I think this guy, the, the banishment actually may have done a lot of good. So Serial's like, sorry. But now maybe like, yeah, I meant to do that. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, uh, your held action. So I guess I'll throw the fortress then. Yep. And my strength check is a 25. <laughs> okay. So as the dragon... I roll... Oh, he rolls the damage, right? Um, yeah. It is... What is the damage on that? Yeah. 10d10 bludgeoning damage. Yeah. Wait, on a failed save. So hold on. Uh, dexterity saving throw as it appears. So it'll, it's still 10d10 damage. Roll that. Nice. 48. Okay, now let's see if uh, the dragon ha saves. It's a dex save 15. Uh, dex plus two, 18. So it takes half, which is 24 damage. Still a lot of damage. Um, so this fortress appears on top of the dragon's head, clonks into the ground. He gets forced out. He is now on the ground. Uh, 10, 15 feet. Let's see what the... 30 feet on the side. 30 feet, okay. So there is a fortress uh, basically crushing... This tree is gone. That crushes it. There's a fortress that appears right here. Um, in the middle of this, and the dragon just looks over, roars, and uh, do I still it, get the haste for my action, for my you, held action too, or no? Yeah, well, black. That's not. That doesn't require your action. Black razor will cast that on you. Okay. All right. Um, well, next is Bryn. So you are you are hasted. Awesome. Um, Crispin. Okay, so uh, Bryn, Talfeth, Crispin, Zilpip, Twig, Serial. 
All right. So as a bonus action, I'm casting Lightning Arrow. Okay. Um, so for the next minute, my next attack that hits will convert into lightning damage. All right. And then lightning I'm damage. going to, yeah, my first attack. Um, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. My first attack is 28 to hit. 28 does hit. The arrow, this arrow flies into this surprise dragon looking left. The arrow penetrates him just below, just above the the shoulder in the neck. Okay. Um. Oh, okay. Oh my god, I just rolled five eights. That is insane. (laughs) Uh 40 damage. <laughs> 40 lightning damage, right? Max damage. Yes. Wow. Damage. <laughs> awesome. So that's my first attack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Whew. All right. Um, second attack. That's one way to light up a dragon. Second attack. Uh, I'm going to use my sharpshooter on this one. Okay. Uh, that is a 16 to hit. That is the first one strikes and it's lightning crackles around the wound and you actually see a cringe. The second one glances off of a a scale and deflects into deflects basically out of sight into the uh, behind the fortress. <laughs> and all you see is it go over the fortress, like. Oh, I got some distance on that one. All right, and then I'm going to do. <laughs> I got some distance on that one. Is a great comment. <laughs> I'm gonna do my um, ambusher attack, so I'm also okay. gonna take sharpshooter on this one. Okay. <gasps> Natural to winning. No. <laughs> that is a good time. I'm happy for, for you. Winning. I'm very sad for Adorma. <laughs> Okay, so add up your uh, crit dice. So I get an extra D8 on this one. So 2D8, 16. Okay. 16 doubles, 32, plus 3, 35. 35 damage? Yes. Did you get that's... the plus 10 for sharpshooter too? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, plus 10. 45. So 45. Yeah, that's not double. That's a... But 45 damage in one shot. He is... So the, the second one glances off the scales, but if the third one hits almost in the same spot, but pierces between the scales and is actually sticking out of his neck and, or her neck, and she turns, looks at you, like looking into the tree. The, the other one was just a practice shot. It was a distraction shot. I did that on purpose. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to stay there. Okay. I'm staying. You're staying in the tree. Got it. Yes. <clears throat> Talfeth and then Crispin. Okay. So as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark. All right. And then I'm going to throw the Javelin of Lightning at the dragon. Okay. So that's a 23 to hit. The Javelin, surprisingly, from a dwarf who had, normally he wields this Warhammer, Leaves Whelm on the on his waist, 
and throws a javelin of lightning and it hits true. Roll your damage. <laughs> Not much damage. <laughs> but you and then let me. But is the, that's the lightning damage, isn't there also the javelin piercing damage, or is that both? Um, so that's 12. That's, but that's the lightning, and then that's the hunter's mark. You're right. I think I do have piercing no, you damage. You do regular damage, and then you do a plus D four, uh, 4d6 for lightning damage. Okay. Yeah, it's, so it's you more... Do your, you do your damage roll, and then you have to add 4d6. So your damage was, so far, with hunter's mark and Two, just the javelin... Four is 12. Okay, plus 14, that's 26. Um, that is your first action. Do you have a second? I do. Um, I'm going to throw one. All right. So you're staying uh, 10 feet away. Yeah. Okay. Oh, natural one. That's crud. So, I'm gonna... so you, you're because you were so excited about the javelin, you bountiful reach down luck. to throw Whelm and you drop wait. Whelm on the ground. No, bountiful luck. Oh. He was trying bountiful. to say it as you so, were saying. <laughs> on the way, on the way down to the ground, what happens? I pick it huh. back up and I throw it again. <laughs> no, it, it's it, you think you're gonna fumble it, but you Okay, the, so the you'll fumble it. Matches and, onto his hand. And, and, yeah. and whips it from the strap underhanded with such force that it goes directly at the dragon's head. Clonks him in the in the forehead as he's glaring at Bryn. She. Okay. I, I apologize. I'm used to this. So bludgeoning. At 17 damage. Plus Hunter's Mark. Or does that only work on the first attack? Hunter's Mark is everything you hit with, as far as I know. Oh, okay. So that as well? Yep. Hunter's Mark is six. So 23? Yes. He, wow. the dragon is so mad, um, is going to, let's see, uh, is furious at getting hit by you and um, takes this opportunity in the end of your turn to make a tail attack against you. That is a, um, I'm roll this plus, it's a plus 15 on this. So that is a 20. Does 20 hit you? Me? Yes. Uh, no, my armor class is 22. All right, so the tail whips out, and you duck and pull up the shield. The tail goes clang and glances off. Um, you definitely feel the, the, the power and, rever and reverberation of your arm through the, the shield, but you take no physical damage from that attack. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and anything else, Tafif? That's two actions. You gonna stay uh, where you? No, and I'm gonna stay where I'm at. Sounds good. Crispin Ember Fury. All right, I'm going to rage and then charge into the inn and start uh, slashing at the dragon with Black Razor. Right here. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, sounds good. Roll your first attack. First attack is 33 to hit. Black Razor is hungry. And the dragon is surprised at the accuracy and fury of this attack. Awesome. That's uh, 18 damage for the first hit. All right. What kind of damage is it? Uh, slashing damage. 
Magical slashing. Got it. Okay. Yes, magical slashing. Uh, second attack, I'm going to use the, um, how would you call it? Uh, great weapon master feet. All right. And I'm going to use my inspiration on that one. So that's a 28 to hit. So the second one, you all, it looks like you're going to miss, but you dig deep and leap and cut upward. That's my interpretation of the inspiration. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> the last uh, second. So what is it da with damage on that one? Uh, one 26? Yeah. Good. All right. So in after post-banishment, you see blood. And the and your in your second attack. Awesome. One more attack. Because of haste. Yep. Uh, I'll still use the great weapon master for that one. All right. That's a 19 to hit. Uh so the, the second one did so much damage and you saw blood fly up, and the dragon just moved a little bit out of the way, and the next one just misses that same spot you were aiming at. So you had th two great hits, and the third one, he's, his reactions, it's shocked, um, kick in at seeing her own blood. Gotcha. All right. And that's that's my action. I'm going to stay right there, right next to her. Okay, zip it. I... So you guys don't have no idea. I just want to say, you see a satyr... Uh, a satyr, uh, uh, satire. Is it, it's satire? No, I'm teasing. I like <laughs> I, I, I like satire, satyrs, satire, satirical satyrs. Sounds good. <laughs> Silk it. <laughs> well, you, you not, I don't know that any of you have, you've you've seen this race, but you haven't met anyone. I don't think in your journeys. So this is somehow this person's helping you. All right. What what are you doing? From where I am, I'm going to cast Blight. It can con save. Okay. Uh, what's the DC? 17. Um, it, uh, it fails, but um, hold on one second. Uh, Roaring um, succeeds on this, and I'm uh, count counting off one of those legendary resistances. So, okay. what what is the damage with uh, a save? It is the forty eight. Okay. Nine, ten, thirteen. Thirteen damage from that. Yeah. What kind of damage is it? Necrotic. Oh, no resistance to that. Um, okay. So what you guys see is this black energy, a little like squirrely scream hit, and this black energy coalesces around one of the wounds and rips it open a little bit more. Uh, anything nice. else? That'll be my turn. All right. Um, twig then cereal. Um, I am going to run within 30 feet 
of the dragon. All right. And uh, there you go. And I say to uh, Wave, I say, looks like Procan's getting another steak dinner. Another <laughs> dragon steak dinner. And I throw, throw Wave at him. You throw Wave, okay. Yeah. And uh, that's a 23 to hit. 23 Wave. It says, oh, goody, we're going to have dragon for dinner. And throw, <laughs> throws Wave. It sticks into the dragon right about the left shoulder. Cool. Okay. And that does. Uh... So that's sneak attack because. That's sneak attack because Crispin... Crispin's within. Yeah. Five so feet. Eight plus 29 damage. Nice. And I, I uh, use the remainder of my movement to kind of back away because I don't want to be in range of that breath. Okay. Um, okay. Um, the dragon, um, just before um, Serial moves, she grabs its, spreads its wings and slams them into uh, an area and you see this, this massive wind go out. So I need Talfeth and Crispin. I need you guys to roll a dexterity saving throw with a DC 23. Mm -mm. I failed both times because I have advantage on dex effects I can see. Oh my goodness. Um, so you are knocked prone and you take uh, 15 bludgeoning damage. So you're knocked prone. Same, I failed. Okay, so you are knocked prone again, 15 bludgeoning damage. But the dragon takes off and does move. Flies up. Uh, half its flying, moves up here. And that's its turn. So that means that Crispin, you get an opportunity attack. Awesome. Because it, it flew up. Even uh, if you're prone? Oh, no, you were not prone. I'm sorry. You don't get an opportunity attack. I pop that's. Um, okay. Yeah, I would have caught that. So, so you were not prone by the force of the wind and then flows, flies up about 40 feet. And, uh, uh, is Serial's turn. Serial's, uh, oh boy. Um, doesn't see anyone really hurt. 60 feet. Serial's um, going to move up here. Hi, Bryn. And I'll respond of... on my next turn. <laughs> and. Uh, Cast spiritual weapon. The unfortunately, the first cast of that uh, misses, but there is a spiritual weapon floating right, uh, right here by the dragon. Um, and then, as a let me see bonus actions. 
Uh... Okay. So that's that was his turn. He can't do anything else right. He can do other things, but he's gonna have to do anything else right now. It's gonna stay there. Um, okay, so this extremely angry uh, dragon. Um, is she back on the ground again, or is she still floating? She is flying and looking around, um, but like hovering, right? Can't see Bryn. Can see so. I need everyone to make a wisdom saving throw. Everyone that can see the dragon. I got a four. <laughs> 17. You know what? I'm going to use one of my luck. Is this frightened? Points this is frightened. to re-roll that. As, as a halfling, I get advantage. Roll advantage then. DC 19 <laughs> wisdom saving throw. That's not is, is, this, is this a kind of charm? Nope. It's fear. Okay. It's fear. Oh, okay. I got a 22. Uh, so uh, Zilpip? I got a 17. Okay. And so everyone twig everyone failed except Bryn, I think, right? Yes, is so. that correct? So everyone is frightened for one minute. You can repeat the saving throw on your turn. Beginning um, or end? The, um, let's see, the end of each of its turns, ending the effect on a success. So your turn is basically, uh, you can't, to... you can't um, go closer. Bryn, you're immune to this from now on. So when you succeed, eventually you're immune to this happening again. Um, or the effect ends for it. So then um, you are, everyone is frightened except Rin and the uh, dragon exhales a line 10 foot wide straight down here. That's 90 feet uh, long. Everyone make a dex sa saving throw. I don't believe that frightened reduces dex. Let me double check. Is that everybody or everybody in that line? Everyone in that line. Am I in that line then? You are. So I would be safe. Yeah, you, uh, only this line directly like south-southwest right here. Okay. Uh, do it. we have disadvantage since we're prone? Um, I don't know. Just give me one second. I'm looking at Frightened State. Let's see. Wouldn't it be an auto? No, it would be. Theoretically, we could still roll, but would it be a disadvantage? A Frightened Creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls. While well, the source of its fear is in line, the creature can't willingly move closer. So you have disadvantage on ability checks. So you have disadvantage on the... Um, those that are already frightened have disadvantage on the decks. So roll a deck saving throw um, with disadvantage. Except I have advantage normally, so I get a, just a, a straight, straight roll. roll. Awesome. Talfeth rolled so, a 20. No, but I also rolled a 17. So I have to take the 17, I assume, right? Yeah. You I got a 21. Disadvantage? A 21? Yes. Yeah. So you get the 17, Tofa. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. I got a nine. Okay. So uh, you guys take, let's, um, I'm going to roll this because it may be. Oh, wait, you know, Crispin, maybe... it's fire. Aren't you like someone immune to it? It's not it's fire, not, it's acid. It's acid, yeah. Oh. 
It's oh, acid breath. Her baby. All right. It is. It is less. Um, so those that fail, which I think is everyone, take sixty-five acid damage. What was what was oh, the? Uh, I'm so glad I'm powerful. What was the uh, uh, safe? We uh, dexterity with disadvantage because you're frightened. No, but what was the 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 CR or the twenty-two? Okay, what was the damage? How much was it? 65 acid damage. And it's going to move toward... It isn't viewing you as a threat. and isn't You hit it a little bit, but it's moving at Crispin and is going to try to bite and claw you. Uh... Okay. So these are each plus 15. That is uh, the lowest is a 20. What's your AC? 20. Okay. So two hits. Um, you take uh, 19 piercing and nine acid damage hmm. for the bite. And the claw, you take 15 slashing. So I take half of each of half, those two, right? Uh, except the acid. You don't have the acid. Right. Um, but you do t- you have the physical damage, so yeah. So you take uh, nine piercing, nine acid, and uh, seven slashing, and is looking at you like, why can't I destroy this person? Um, hits you one more time with a claw for fifteen slashing, so that's half to seven. And is furious, um, but is going to look at Talfeth again and try to whip you again with his tail. Mm-hmm. As a that's a 20 33 to hit. So Ooh. on the tail, um, you take 17 bludgeoning damage. You are not knocked prone or anything. Uh, he, I'm sorry, she she has disadvantage Jesus. on that because I hit her while I was raging. And Telfeth has resistance to any damage that, um, that comes oh, because Oh, so I was that raging. would actually be... Yeah, that's true. Rage, it would still apply. So, uh, Telfeth, you take um, eight instead. Eight. So, so okay. yeah, eight damage instead. And then I'm going to use my, rea- my sentinel feet to um, use my reaction to attack her because she attacked a creature within five feet of me. Okay. That 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 jives. He's still prone though, right? Yeah, but he can he can get up with half his movement. Okay. So that's a thirty to hit. Uh, that does hit. And that's an additional fourteen damage to her. All right. And that hit, she just screams and is so angry. Um, uh, Bryn. Okay. I am going to take out my plus three arrow and I'm going to whisper to my oath foe, swift death to you who have wronged me. She is now my sworn enemy for the next seven days. I get advantage on any attack roll 
And if I hit, I do an extra 3d6 piercing damage. Woohoo! So, with sharpshooter, plus three, all the things. Oh, and my bonus action, I'm gonna cast um, Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark, where are you? So bonus action, oh, Hunter's Mark, it. you have your oath bow, and are yep. you doing sharpshooter or not? Yes, I'm gonna do sharpshooter. Okay. I get advantage. I got a seven and a natural 20. Crit. <laughs> so uh, double your damage dice, add the oath bow and the um, the oath bow and so, the, uh, and the hunter's, hunter's mark. mark. Okay, so oath bow, the damage is a d8 plus 3d6. So that's 18, 26 plus a d6 for hunter's mark, which is another six. So that's 26, 32. Wow. Do I add the plus three for the plus three arrow? Yes. yes. As a modifier? Okay, yeah. so then that's, so it's 32, 35, 38, plus 10, 48 damage. Okay. Um, this dragon, all of a sudden after that last shot from that, oh, from that, it, Actually, you can see kind of stumble a little, Ooh. like nice. Anything okay. else? Um, and then uh, second attack. That is a a nineteen to hit. Uh, the nineteen, the second arrow uh, bounces against again off of a scale. Okay. This one just goes into a tree, though, from the angle. So, hold on. Hold on. I might have something. Ha! Okay. So, I forgot I had this on my last turn. But if I miss with a weapon attack, I can actually make a, an additional weapon attack as part of the same action. Once per turn. It's called Stalker's Flurry. Wow. Okay. So, I'm going to reroll that one. <laughs> and... That's a 19 plus five and all the stuff. So it's uh 26. So I guess it didn't glance, glance off the scale <laughs> and instead purchased directly through the scale, piercing okay. with such ferocity that it breaks the scale and, and burrows into all the way to the fletching into the dragon's neck. Nice. So that was, ooh, I rolled an eight. And I roll this, and that's four, six, seven, and then this, six, so eight, ten, twenty, one, plus six, twenty-seven, plus sharpshooter, thirty-seven. Thirty-seven damage. All right. And that's your last attack, or? Yep, that's it. And I'm just, I, I, I like my tree. I I'm guess stay in my tree. <laughs> this, uh, what's happening is that because of your sharpshooter, like that cover behind the tree means nothing. All the, these arrows are just seemingly appearing out of the tree nearest to Endorma. Like she, she has no idea what's smashing her from a distance. Um, fascinating. 
Uh, stealthy wasp. Tell Feth. <laughs> do I need to make a dex saving? Because I'm still you frightened. You do. You are still frightened. So. Oh, hold on. Hold on a second. Or am I? Because I got hit. No. It's not about being hit. Crispin, you were you were frightened. Oh, does that mean that reactionary attack wouldn't have uh, taken place? The reaction would have taken place, but not the... Oh, yeah, the reaction was fine. Yep, and Brim was not frightened. That's right. Um, but you didn't roll your... Uh, um... Unfrightening decks. You didn't roll to see if you... So I, I well, forgot it wasn't on... his turn. It was just a reaction. Yeah, it was just oh, a reaction. Oh, that's right. Your turn. turn's next. Your turn's next. That's right. Talpeth, yeah. roll your... Uh... Dexterity saving throw, right? Uh, wisdom. Or is it wisdom, wisdom saving throw? Dexterity is for the breath weapon. Oh, yeah, uh, right. You you uh, realize like this dragon's almost dead. Why are you running away? <laughs> and you this are no longer okay. frightened. So okay. unfortunately, that's the end of your turn. But you are not frightened. Oh, so right. I that's the way it worked. So Crispin, mm. same device. I'm sorry. What save was it again? It is a wisdom. I rolled a twenty. You, uh, you also realize like, I'm, my reaction hit pretty hard. I don't know why I'm frightening this dragon. Um, I it was twenty-one was the DC on this, or or twenty-two? You said something like that. Let me know um, because he's been so damaged. Oh, that was the acid. I'm sorry. That was the acid. Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. So, um, oh. so you are no longer frightened as well. Zilpip, same action. Just Question: Does that take? Is that at the end of my turn, or is that uh, at, the end of your turn? Whole action because I have it, two actions, right? It, it's the end of your turn. Oh, okay. It's okay. the only thing you can do is break the thing in that turn. Gotcha. Uh, I rolled a twenty-five. So you also, like, you just and shake your head, and you are no longer frightened. Yay. Um. So, Twig. I also uh, have to make the saving throw. Yes. If I fail, I'm going into the fetal position. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one fail. Let me see. I have advantage. Natural 20, baby. Okay. So just as you're about to put the thumb in and go down in fetal, you're like, wait a minute. Okay. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> you, you come out of it. Yeah. Um, I do one uh, Serial also being frightened uh, has to roll um, a check. Okay. I'm looking for his. There we go. Okay. Oh. <laughs> so, Serial goes, I, uh, <laughs> why was the dragon so mean? And. Um, roll the two, even with a plus 10 wisdom. Um, <laughs> uh, and actually, because of that, has to roll uh, concentration still. Because let's see, and the, the weapon, right? The spiritual weapon, the spiritual weapon still is there, so um, but it's still frightened. I guess the spiritual weapon is not closer, so it could still attack. Look. Yeah, he can't get closer, but the uh, 
Um, yes, he can. Um, he can still do that. So he's going to looking for the damage here or the attack here. Okay. And the spiritual weapon actually hits. Yay. Six, 16 damage from the spiritual weapon. Not bad. Okay. Guys, it's dragon's really mean. <laughs> okay. Uh Bleeding, limping, looking hurt. This, uh, Endorma says, uh, what language? Um, it, in common, says, fine. And the wings go down. I need Talfeth and Crispin again make a. <laughs> Make a 23 deck saving throw. Uh, was I able to okay. stand up on I'm my turn? Yeah, yeah, you, you were you were able to stand up. Okay, I'm using one of my luck things to re-roll that. That's crap. <laughs> no better the second time. You're like, damn right. it! Blam! And you're on your back again. Yep, I, I rolled a 16. Okay, so both of you are prone. You each take 15 bludgeoning damage. The so I take 7? Yep. That's right. Oh, and um, actually, you take seven. As well, um, because I'm near Crispin, right? Right. The dragon starts, after knocking you down, moves half 40 feet, flying away. That is the That was the wing attack, which allows for movement, and then is going to take a full another 80 feet of movement um, running away and you see acid blood and a couple scales on the ground as the dragon flies away. So the dragon is 120 feet off this map that we're on right now. Um, and that is full movement. It's not doing anything else. Um, I'm going to give everyone one chance. Bryn. Okay, I'm going to shoot it with Sharpshooter since... What is your distance. short distance? So, because of Sharpshooter and because of the Oath Bow, I have no disadvantage for my long distance. My short distance is 150. My long distance is 600. 600, okay. <laughs> so, so you I have, have no so disadvantage have... for any of it, so I have a 600-foot range. Okay, got it. <laughs> so... Yeah, I like Bryn. I like this oath bow. I, I thank the gods that I got this oath bow. So yeah, don't much. don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> I'm uh, also going to use the plus three and the sharpshooter with these ones. So uh, twenty five to hit. As the dragon is flying away. Uh, you hit directly in his spine. Ooh, nice. 
four. Sixteen. Twenty-two. Thirty-two damage. Call your shot. <gasps> <Yay>! <laughs> Holy shit. Nice. <laughs> uh, I want to shoot like right behind the mandibular. Okay, so what? So he was flying away. So as it's flying away, it just turned to look. The arrow pierces directly behind and goes into the brain. Nice. From the the lower jaw, and you hear a gurgled, <laughs> loud gurgling, and the wings go limp, and the dragon crashes into the ground. You actually feel the force and tremor on each of you, even through the tree of this massive creature smashing to the ground from 80 feet in the air. Nice. Congratulations. I'm running and collecting scales. I would like to go get some teeth. And, sli and slicing out some steaks. Okay. <laughs> Grab a tooth and like wiggle to get the tooth off. Okay, so... Um, I like how he just ignores me. I love it. <laughs> I'm going to let you do what you can with what's left of the body. I have no problem with that. She's uh, enormous. So your experience. Okay, give me one second. 14, 14, 14. We're so close. Are you? I don't even remember. We're three quarters of the way to 14. No, we're only about. Uh, yeah, we're 135, 952 we're, off. We're, we're 4,100 or 4,050. Well, I don't Which go is by that. Which closer. So. Yeah. Than usual. I mean, we are literally three quarters to three fourths of the way across. Yeah. yeah. Well, you mm. each get 5,500 experience points. So. I'll do that for cereal. 14. We're at 14 now. 5,500, you said? Yes. Twig immediately runs inside the fortress and gets a long rest. <laughs> oh, hold on a second. Is it even uh, possible? Is the fortress <laughs> even okay? It's fine. That's yeah, fine, yeah. It doesn't take damage when it, it, it's thrown. The person receiving it takes damage. It can take damage. It can be assaulted and and hurt, but it was not. Uh, I'm we'll just doing. It uh, up give me one second. I'm just because uh, cereal's not here. I'm adding the experience. Okay. Wait. What? What? What's your total experience now? Um. It is one four one four five two. One, yeah. Four, exactly. Yeah, one four one one five two or four one four one four five two. Four five two. Yes. Cereals was not right for some reason. There we go. Okay. It is correct now. Um so as this dragon crashes, uh you have this character who's just come upon you. Um the dragon has crashed another 120 feet off to the east. So before we forage into the dragon. Um, might want to know who this person is that just helped you with the combat. I turn around with my hammer and I point, who are you? 
I I am Zilp. I'm Zilpip. Why are you here? To me at all, individually at all. Because I was I was looking for you guys. That's my family. How do you know us? I've done my best to not. You're to tell her that you stay. Kale, you're not muted. My my friend, Keladek, he he's telling me about you to for people to help. These fire giants. Recent... I, help with what? Like I don't understand. You, you need you're gonna help us, or we're gonna we need to help you. Like what? I don't understand. These and, fire. And, and I have fire. a I have a perception of thirty. Am I, is he telling the truth? And... Can, can I roll an insight? Yeah. Um, <laughs> do I trust the stranger? <laughs> he I absolutely would do it, and I'm rolling that. Plus 10 with advantage, so. Um, okay, so, yeah, 29. Um, yeah, he believes that this guy is sincere. Mm hmm so what are you supposed to help us do? Well, I mean, I would think he's sincere considering he just helped us fight a dragon. Well, you know, advantage, disadvantage. He might be throwing us off. Yeah, no offense, but we've had like a lot of like strange people come into our party and like talk to us and then they end up being evil and, and write in little kills. notebooks and stuff. Mm -hmm. So do you have a <laughs> notebook? Do you write in notebooks? <laughs> I, no, I, I, I don't. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's an odd, I think, I, I'm just going to say that Zilpit thinks that's an odd question. That's um, okay, I, I'm holding the arrows, so, and he just watched me kill a dragon, so. <laughs> uh, as a, uh, just because is going to do this, I'm going to, Serio's uh, going to just try to turn undead. And it doesn't do anything. So it's like, okay. Um, okay, you're not undead. Um, you're like, I haven't seen you before. Like, I brush past uh, Serial and I walk up to Zilpip. I hand out my, hold out my hand and I say, hi. My friends call me Twig. So, so explain, you can call me Twig. Explain how you found us. I. Serial's still not. <laughs> my friend Kiladek, he told me to find you guys. You How were heading this way. He's my my family. We 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 trade boats, and we learned we learned about you guys from him. So, I don't understand. What? Where are you from? Why are you here? I'm from Genoa. But my family, we sell boats. So I was selling boats and, well, I've made friends and I'm here for you guys because the fire giants, they, they raided, they raided my, they raided a village and they took my family. Ah, so we have mutual. Uh, so, so hold on. Hatred. So, so you, uh, how do you trade boats from Ganaway? I don't know. Like what? What? And how do you know we don't want anything to do with the fire giants? Keladek told him, guys. You just said that. 
oh, okay. I'm like, should we message Kaladek to see if, uh, I think that's a good idea. And I, Jill Pep's like legit. <laughs> so look, Hey, um, we've had some trust issues. Um, and I don't trust you. So Serial, Serial <laughs> speaks up and um, is going to do it. What, what should I, guys, what should I say? Like, mm. what do we want to say? Like, do you know? Did you send someone to meet us? Who is like, the Zilpip Seder? We popped Zilpip. Is he legit? Okay. Or die? <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Then we can add a few more words to that. Oh, wait, you can't hear the music now? Yeah, I can hear the music. That's an old one. Oh, okay. Um, So, all right, so it goes. Hi, Kaladic, this is Serial. I would like to know if you sent someone named Zilpip to meet us, and should we trust him? And I hope you're doing well. And, um... Uh, stay in touch. You can reply. And Kaladek goes, I understand how sending works. Zilpip and his family have done business in Saltmarsh for years. He reached out for my help. I told him, because I talked to Endornal, to look for you on the road west of Hokar. And that's 25, so. And Sarah goes, well, um, so, uh, Silpip is legit, and I think, you know, he says we can trust him, and that his family, uh, I didn't ask about that. Um, hold on. Hey, this is Serial again. Um, what's this about his family, and what, like, how do you know them? And why is he going for the giants? Is this true stuff? And he, Kaladek, you don't hear this, but he's a little irritated now. I told you I sent him to find you. So since I know you're on your way to try to get that fourth piece back, once you do, you have permission to use my portal So, do what you will. He's a friend. And he, after staring off, said, okay, so, um, yeah, it all checks out. Uh, Serial, you need to tell us a little bit more than that. Well, okay, so, Geladek told Zilpip to find us on the road, and his family was, like, taken by giants, I guess, and we're going the same direction, so thought, like, we could help him. And I guess he could help us. Okay. Alright. Alright. So he's here. He's with us. He can stay. I shake his hand. How you doing? Good to meet you. Well, maybe just for this thing, you know, that we're doing next. I'm not sure about, like, well, you know, Look, we've had problems with this before. We trusted someone before, and look what happened. 
Yes, but he wasn't Every sent by time Trilodec. we trust someone. I used Mage Hand to cover Serial's mouth. But I don't trust Okay. <laughs> fine. But I don't say I didn't tell you so. Okay, fine. And uh, I continue walking to the dragon. Okay. Um, as you have just... Uh, you find your way over. It's not hard to find. Um, by the way, your carts and horses were, you left them back behind on the road when you saw the dragon. You all leapt off, but they mm -hmm. are unharmed on the because other side of the none of the acid breath or any weapon or his attacks were directed in that northwest direction. So, mm -hmm. uh, what are you trying to do? You have a dead dragon. I am going to collect as many scales as I can get. Okay, so this is there's acid blood everywhere. Um, well, I'm going to use. Uh, oh no! Does that mean the teeth are covered in acid too? Yes. I'm using my mage hand. Okay, and so. Actually, no. I'd ha I still have to cut them. Yes. Well, now that Mama doesn't. Uh, uh, isn't going to hunt us down. Maybe uh, I can collect a bottle of acid. <laughs> oh, shit. Does she have a husband that we have to worry about if you're carrying this around? <laughs> okay. Uh, how about trying... Uh, well, I, I if, think you're wearing, if, you're wearing, if you're wearing gloves, I'm going to let you try... I'm going to have you roll a medicine um, to see how um how you you know if you can get co safely collect any scales okay can i get somebody to help me so i can get advantage on that sure i'll give you advantage that okay. means you can't if you're helping it means you're not going to try anything for yourself just being clear uh, well, I wanna try I'll to help. the person gets one okay. try to do something so so okay, um crispin's helping me and uh can i get Sarah to uh give me guidance yes i give you guidance So medicine. So that's medicine check. Advantage. Yep. So, so basically, Christmas looking over his shoulder like, no, 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 left or to the left, 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 no, no, more to so the left. Twelve plus four plus sixteen. 16. Yeah. So sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you are able to collect four scales. Four scales. Four black dragon scales. Cool. The the because of the way he landed or she keeps saying he she landed on on uh the ground uh anyone else so you have actually i'm sorry you would have uh you do have medicine check you have eight scales Bryn, can you help me get a tooth <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sure. Okay, okay. So, so you're. I'm taking. You're wearing your your gloves. Yep. Yes. They are I'm magical. Gonna... They are magical. <laughs> so. Okay. So roll a uh, roll a medicine. medicine. With advantage, right? With advantage because you're getting uh, help. Bren. So Bryn is. <laughs> that was a natural one. Let's do that again. Okay, so that was I a twenty-three. Given you down for luck, but it's okay. So twenty-three. Mm -hmm. um and that's uh you're able to get 
of five teeth. Yes. They're big, right, too? Yeah, the other ones are just broken from the, the distance. So since, uh, since Crispin helped me, I um, cast Mage Hand, and I say, give me whatever vials you want me to fill. Yeah, how many do you have? Do I have I think, a vial? Let me find that out. <laughs> you do have, well, you buried the acid one. It would be any potion or anything you've used would have an empty. Um... I think it's safe to say you have at least two. I probably have two, yeah. I know that I know that you used a greater healing um, in the last session. Yeah, so I'll ha I'll have at least that one empty bottle for sure to fill up with acid. Okay, so give hand him two, and you have okay. two, you have two vials of acid. That's actually an item in D and D Beyond, so you can add those. Awesome, black acid. dragon acid, very cool. It's acid vial. It's it's acid. Okay. You can you can label it black dragon acid, but it's the same as acid. Zilpip, are you doing anything with the the body or trying to get anything from the dragon? I'm just gonna go look at this this dragon just look at it fascinating serial's like well i i don't feel good about like even if it's an evil dragon i don't know if i want to feel good about like desecrating the body like i mean it's cool if you guys do but i don't think i want anything from a dead dragon um um does can anybody cut open the dragon i guess i was we already did what we're gonna do but yeah what did you want from the inside well you don't know who what she's eaten there's something inside of her but it's okay i'll wait I you mean, it would have been Jonah in the well it would have been dissolved in acid so never, never mind yeah well anything magical would not have been but but from roll me a uh i asked a cereal cereal is going to hold on hold on uh, um, so goes, yeah, um, dragons don't eat things. They have a horde somewhere. We have no idea where she's from. So, mm. like, I doubt she ate anything and it'd be really risky to, like, you know, I don't know. We could try it, but you're really running into some danger trying to crawl into an acid blood body. No, I wouldn't do that. No, yeah. I would just try to cut it open. But 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 what she's saying is like, from her knowledge in yeah. in college, like generally dragons don't eat treasure. Right. They might you have eaten, and if they've eaten something, like eaten a person, mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to get into the gastrointestinal <laughs> insides of a dragon. But uh, any magic stuff would have passed anyway. This is true. Somewhere. Yes. Um, congratulations. Uh, let's, let's have you guys, um, I'll do the break and do the announcement and you guys can, uh, uh, level up. Um, let's, uh, yeah, we'll just say rest in our fort, go in the fort and you guys can, um, go into the fort and, and, uh, talk once another, and you can take a long rest and level to 14. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, the dragon was trying to run away. I didn't, forgot about the distance of the oath bow. By the way, at that point, eight hit points. Oh, nice. That's why she 
wanted to run away. All right, we'll be back after the break. It's time for our break. First, want to thank Podbean. Podbean is a great platform for podcasters. You can sign up for free, and there are some very affordable accounts if you want to monetize your podcast and do advertising throughout. Podbean.com. All right, we want to thank our players. Thank you guys so much for participating every week. It is a complete joy and pain. It's awesome. I also want to thank all the people that listen to this crazy little podcast. We love our listeners. Thank you so much. We're developing a way so we can have uh, community questions come in. And we might have some contests so we can have you name NPCs or something. Well, within reason. Uh, We might need to rethink that public naming of NPC thing. But... (laughs) It's on the list. All right. You can check out all of the character sheets for the players you're listening to at RecklessMoves.com. Those character sheets are created and managed on D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond is a great platform for creating characters. It has source books. It has adventures. It has tools. It's a great, great place. You can create homebrew items like we do for some of our... uh, Items in the game. It's fantastic. DNDBeyond.com. All right. Without music, we would be, well, it'd just be our voices. And I like music. You can check out some of the music we have licensed here at Reckless Moves at audio.com. A U D I I O.com. Audio.com. Uh, We also do use some Creative Commons licenses like Tabletop Audio. We are adventuring at Greyhawk. I always like to give credit where credit is due. Anna B. Meyer creates AnnaBMeyer.com for some great Greyhawk maps. For the city of Greyhawk, we're using... Maldins, M-A-L-D-I-N, Maldins Greyhawk Maps. It is uh, a great resource for the city itself. Want to thank our technology partners. We would like to thank Sennheiser for headphones, Shure Microphones and Blue Microphones, QSC for mixers and monitors, Zoom for providing a pro account. Thank you. Zoom for enabling us to all do this remotely and safely until we can all get back in person. We hope to do that as soon as possible. Give a shout out to Don John. Don John is great resources for uh, Dungeon Masters. D-O-N-J-O-N DonJohn.bin.sh And if you can... To all of these people that do Creative Commons, if there's a donate button, please donate. Once again, you can check out all the characters at RecklessMoves.com. You also 
can listen to all of the episodes. We are uh, over 60 episodes in. Uh, there are some interviews that you can find at the if you scroll down to the bottom, uh, and you can see our house rules as well. Uh, we do have some house rules that we play along with, and you can see those at recklessmoves.com. Again, thank you to all the people that listen to this podcast. Thank you to the players. Let's get back to the game. Just uh, slayed in Dorma, the mother of Nightscale. So, uh, making it a family affair, I guess. <laughs> and uh, you've recovered some scales and teeth from uh, from the dragon. Um, you are still in front of the dragon, or you? Uh, is there anything else you're you're? Oh no, you were in the Darren's fortress. Yeah, we just finished long rest. Yep, finished long rest. So this is morning then, the next morning. Um, and in, since you're in the fortress, um, nothing really happens. Um, although, Bran only needs half of a long rest anyway um, in order to be functional. So, you know, Bryn would be able to wander around and keep an eye outside. And um, She has all those uh, arrow slots on the yeah. second level of the, the fortress. So she should be very happy. She is um, able to have a good view because um, while there are there are nice trees around here, they're not massive oaks or anything. So the fortress actually is the, the tallest thing in sight. Um, from the, you actually start seeing a, a couple uh, vultures and a couple other creepy crawlies start uh, uh, one takes a bite of the body and and, and uh, dies of acid from the inside and explodes <laughs> so um, but there well, is, I'm you... currently watching this and I'm um, singing theme music to their death <laughs> very cool dun, 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 dun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I I was also I guess on watch because I don't need to sleep. Oh, you don't need to sleep at all. Like so, not even meditate. So like, I don't. No, I don't know what you are. Like, is, is there a lot of your kind in what is it, Galloway? What? Yeah, Galloway. There's Gan a, oh, Ganaway, right? Oh, Ganaway. Ganaway. There's a lot of. Just a lot of more, say, stranger creatures. Wow. How do I get this no sleepness? Holy <laughs> guacamole, I need to sleep like hours. Die and get reincarnated, maybe? Or you could start working for a software company. No. <laughs> if you didn't sleep, you, you could drink more. And Bryn takes out her little yellow cup. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> So so does uh, 
Um, so does Zilpip have hooves? Yeah, why don't you describe yourself? Uh... I, from the waist down, I have goat legs, hooves, and shaggy fur. But from the waist up, I'm a human. Are you wearing armor? Are you I'm just female? The opposite of you. (laughs) I'm I'm not really wearing. I'm wearing robes. That's what I'm wearing. Robes that go past your furriness to your feet, or so. What's your picture here? (laughs) Well, I just I, I will say that the robes don't move like a human because the the mm. um the double articulation of the legs um moves differently under how the robes. tall are yeah. you i am five foot five <gasps> we're about the same height huh sorry all it's like you but backwards Um, does does Zilpip uh, have horns? I do. They're 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 good sized, medium sized. They wrap around my head. I poke them. <laughs> You're like <laughs> poke the horns. Are, is there any decorations on the horns or anything like that? Like metal rings? No, decor- no decorations. They're just a nice gray color. So, so uh, what, what, what do you do? Are you like a wizard? Are you, uh, are you a, a druid? What, what do you do? He's got robes, so he's some kind of magic eater. I'm a wizard right? or something. Kind of, kind of like Marquill. Wherever the wizard was. <laughs> I'm, I'm a warlock. Mm. Who are you loyal to? Who's yeah? Who, 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 who's your pact with? I'm gonna get like in his face and be like, mm. who are you loyal to? The Arch Archfey. Archfey. Hmm. They're not bad. What do you know about the Scarlet Brotherhood? I hand him a piece of beef jerky while he's answering. Cast Zone of Truth while he's answering. <laughs> Actually, that's I like good. the sound of that. Yeah, you know what? So... It sounds just like eating beef jerky, but it, it's actually casting Zone of Truth. <laughs> I, I hide my Zone of Truth casting behind my beef jerky. <laughs> I, I'm glaring and I'm drinking at the same time. Oh, geez. What'd you wake up as? <laughs> so you're right, casting so Zone of Truth? I have bright green yeah. eyes. Bright green eyes today. Um, now, it's up, casting... it's up to you, Zilpip. Do you want to? You don't have to resist or you could accept the Zone of Truth. Or charisma I, I fourteen, re- otherwise. I, I won't resist it. Okay. Oh, you won't. Okay. No. How about everybody else? Oh. I resist it. Okay. And I. What? What is it again? <laughs> charisma fourteen. Uh, charisma. Yeah. Yeah, I have nothing to resist. I'm gonna yeah. just let it go. I rolled the. I, I'm gonna be a very honest. So twig is not. <laughs> it's not under the zone of truth. Under the zone of truth. Thank goodness. Okay. But Crispin, what about cereal? Uh, fine. I will. Uh, no, I don't feel like being interrogated. Okay. Did she 
Save or fail. <laughs> uh, failed. <laughs> so, Brynn, how are you feeling today? <laughs> As I look at her, because I'm curious what season she's in. <laughs> oh, you know, I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's okay, but I, I feel like we just work really hard and we just need some time off and... <sighs> You know, I mean, it's it's just it's 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 a good day. It's a good day. Bright green eyes. She's a little peppy. Think she's drinking coffee. It looks like coffee. It might be coffee. Maybe. Um, Bryn, can I have a sip of your as I rub my nose? Coffee. Okay. Okay. I take a sip of her coffee. Just, okay. Just a, little, just, just a little, little, little. It might be coffee mixed with elven wine. I mean, <laughs> just maybe. <laughs> More like what wine. What say you? Coffee. <laughs> so coffee and elven wine, you're taking a sip or are you drinking something? I take a drink. Because, okay. you know. Oh, one drink isn't going to do much. I mean, you have resistance to, to poison. Mm -hmm. But you don't have resistance to caffeine. So... You're, right, uh, so you're, 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 pretty, you're pretty alert. I All right, do like, I don't know anything about the... Was it the Scarlet Brotherhood? Brotherhood, yeah. Okay. Does the name Suladani mean anything to you? No. How about the um, ember, Umbers? Does that mean anything to you? Um, roll a history, Zilpip. Because, because you... Fifteen. Uh, yeah, you've, you've heard of the Umber. It's a clan that is your family decided not to trade with. So, um, basically up the whole river is where you've been delivering. I mean, it's a pretty big river. Um, think about like the Mississippi yeah. um, without a boat, like a Suez Canal crossed sideways. Um, so it's a pretty, <laughs> you, um, you're not delivering like massive vessels, but you're, they're, they're extremely well-crafted, um, high-end rowboats and um, uh, like small sailboats. Um, and uh, it started actually providing boats for the vacation city of Kuznir because that lake down there if you guys recall you saw a bunch of beautiful uh, sailboats and some rowboats out in the in the uh, in the lake oh cool so yeah it started there and then over the years um, the family provided and sailed some up and eventually Going up to north through a couple major cities to Saltmarsh. And that's where the acquaintance came from. Hey, Zilpip, you wouldn't happen to have one of those cool boats that like fold up, would you? Um, no, not right. Not, no. Okay. Well, that's okay. Well, you know what? We're glad to have your help. Hope, hope that, uh, hope that you don't kill us. I, I won't. 
just, just keep in mind that, that it won't be for lack of them trying. <laughs> <laughs> just keep in mind that uh, this uh, elf lady over here is is one of of several pretty strong fighters. So we, you know, when we welcome you, we welcome you. But if you're an enemy, you won't last long. I, yeah, I I noticed she's a good fighter after the battle, and she just that dragon didn't do good. No, that dragon's been after us for quite some time. You know what? I much rather, I much prefer killing a family of dragons than than a family of deer. <laughs> Something feels more justified there. I just I just feel better about that. Oh, and uh, uh, Brent, oh he, he looks over at me, and I've got a piece of venison jerky. Like, <laughs> we still have the venison jerky. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. it's in the bag of holding, dried and salted. We have sixty-seven rations left. Well, yeah. sixty-six <laughs> rations left. <laughs> yeah. So, as you guys adventure, remember Zilpip doesn't know anything other than your reputation. And saying, hey, you might be aligned for this adventure. Um, so where where are you going, guys? You are right, You as you were, I said, you were right crossing this bridge. Um, there's actually another, uh, this bridge um, did have a tributary from both directions. And the road does parallel the whole river. Um, isn't there a road like right from about where we are up into the hills, the one that we came down on? There, there are. You can. Um, it was. It, it ended just. Um, yes, just between Chiswell and Halbridges. That's right. And so there is a long path. It took you. Um, you can, if you want, bring your uh, cart and horses along. And uh, Zilpip has his own um, riding horse, so you could you could go up that that path with them, or you could stop at a city. It's up to you guys. What do you guys want to do? It, last time you were walking, and it took you uh, uh, you ended up it took you two days. You rested halfway in between, and then you arrived at Kuznir at the end of the second day. So it's about, you are going to have to rest somewhere in that journey. Yeah, that's uh, where we saw, where, where Bryn at least saw those weird creatures. Yes. And you saw them again in the woods when you were camping. Mm -hmm. uh, they were around, mm -hmm. uh, they were speaking a language you didn't understand. And you saw them a, take off in an a airship. A Nautilus. Some kind, airship. yeah. It was strange looking. So it had, yeah, Nautilus shell and uh, attached to a boat and it was floating. It didn't appear, you had no idea how or why, but it was taking off and flying above, like above the tree line. I'd love, I'd love to have one of those things. Just not what's in it. <laughs> well, I doubt they're going to just like give it to you. Well, yeah. Plus, you have to find them. <laughs> so, what do you guys want to do? You want to go up the path? You want to go down to the town? What do you want to do? You want to buy something? You want? I mean, well, well, you know well, me. I'll always be willing to go shopping, but I think we got things to do. What are you going to do? What do you do? Well, what do we? 
we want to leave carts and horses um like up near like we have to remember we have to put that bridge back or if maybe the bridge is there we don't even know like what are we gonna do with the do we want to risk the carts and horses shouldn't we like maybe stable them and walk like we did last time sure i'm good with that i mean I, i'm just i think the less attention we draw to ourselves probably the better better at I this agree. point in time so, so we don't want to stop in town we want to just take the horses and go up the road or yeah i, I don't really need anything in town neither do i Okay. I got everything I need right here with this group because okay, I'm so a team player. Gosh darn! Good job, Twig. <laughs> and I pet his. So, I pet his head. So there, there are. As I explained last time, there are. There, you don't have to go into the city. To, the road can you can travel around. Um, as you never went um, too far north, and you're passing hall bridges. There's a name for that because there are two massive bridges that cross this stream. And the city is astride this river, um, and the whole river. Remember the scale of this map. That uh, for those in the podcast, we're looking at uh, the Anna B. Meyer maps that I mention every week. Um, the scale of this 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 is an entire city of Kuznir. That imagine entire city size. So imagine the size of the lake by it, right? It's huge yeah um, and hall bridges the road can go around but this is a, a really interesting city because it's uh, a lot of the, a lot of the city is built up over the river and you see at least two um water wheels which are doing you hear gears and, and grinding not loud but you you hear the wheels turning um to do some kind of activity uh, That's the wheels. Not you, you are going to have to cross the river in order to uh, get to the path on the other side, or you can go south to Kuznir. Or you know, there are maybe spots you could fjord, or because you're on you're on the east side of the river. Is my point. We need to go across the river. Need to go across the river somewhere. I use my uh, Aquaman powers and part the waters so we can walk <laughs> right across. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wave's like, I don't think you know how I work. Oh and Zopeth, you're the first time like you hear this weird like to there's these weapons that occasionally talk and that is the first time you've seen that ever you've heard of sentient weapons but never heard them so that was the actual trident speaking to Twig and you hear this in Wait, your what? Your your weapons talk? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yes, we not do. just his. Yes, we do. Black Razor speaks up. Yes, we do occasionally. Um, uh, I wish we got that kill, but I'm happy for our friend. 
We need to, we need to feed soon. And Wilm goes, yeah, you know, we like to, uh, we like to smash, and uh, I think we're going to go fight some giants, which makes me very happy. Yes, giants. So, I don't know, like, well, I hope we're we'll not going to do giants. those sneaky, sneaky. And Cyril <laughs> speaks up. Well, maybe we don't rush in to fight all the giants. Like, maybe we, like, try to sneak a little bit. Kill the giants. We could talk right, to well, them, too. You know, that's they're true. always talking. That's true. All right, so you are, uh, how are you getting across? You can go at Hallbridges, you can go at Kuznir, or you could just take the road and try to find a, a passage. We'll just, wherever This is the... favorite terrain, right? For you, Bryn? Yeah, okay. Uh, could, could I use shape water and kind of allow us to cross the river where we are? Um... That's only it's, five foot square, right? It's a five yeah. foot square. Um, you can freeze water. Ariel, did you bring that spell with you today? Did you prepare that spell where you can move water? Like that thing you did with the pirate ships? Um, Was it control water, I think it is? Um, I don't know. You were like talking on and on and on about it after you did that that one time. Well, yeah, I mean, sure, I can do that. Doesn't that move like a hundred something? Like 300 feet or something like that. Yeah, some like. Enormous amount. Well. A huge cube, um, like moving it. <laughs> uh, okay, so I can flood. I can part water. I can cause water in the area. So Twig was joking, but Serial can actually do this. Uh, oh my gosh! Can we can we have Twig try and Sariel's just over him and just does it? Yeah, and I, I look at I look at Wave. I say, "What? Wow! Cool! You are such an awesome weapon." So the trench extends across the spell's area, and the separated water forms a wall either side. The trench? How? Oh, 100 foot on a side. 100 feet. There. Whoever looks wider than 100 feet. It is wider than 100 feet, but doesn't mean you can't cast it twice. Does she have enough spell slots? She does. Um, boy, boy, Cyril would have so much fun right now. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> she'll wait till she gets in the, in the middle and just drops the spell. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's uh, fourth level has three slots and we're going to need well we're going to need to rest anyway before we go so we could do this uh, sure so if you don't want to go into the city um, okay so uh, <laughs> as you are heading south Bryn has favorite terrain finds a spot that looks like uh, just between Hallbridges and Chiswell uh, there is a, a nice kind of like plains with some woods and you find your way across and you see a spot that's a, you're going to guess hmm, that would be the I think Bryn probably roll a d100 to see how accurate you are to see the width here I mean, I could actually measure it. Oh, actually, you can. Yeah, 
I can swim across. Right. Do that. Uh, so here's. Uh, I mean, if you want, you can give me a rope and just, you know, I could take a, several lengths of rope, but, you know, that, that I don't that, think you have enough. That would like six pieces or something. You have enough rope between you. I mean, yeah, between all of us. Yeah, you have at least. I have rope. I think a couple yeah. of you have more than uh, okay. 54. Well, I flipped the hood up on my uh, cloak of the man ray. Okay. Oh, let's go swimming. Let's go swimming. There once was a man who put to sea in name of the ship was a billy of tea. And now we go off. Off and, across. And the waves way. start singing along, and all of a sudden you hear. <laughs> uh, so uh you have a few hundred feet of rope, and you still have a little bit of rope when you get to the other side. So, are you I'm fastening gonna, that to something? Yeah, I'm going to find a, a tree close by and tie it off. There, there is one about 20 feet away, so you still would have um, about 30 feet on the other side. So it's this way, just in case the spell yeah. drops or something. Um, yeah, we've got uh, backup. We don't extinguish Crispin. Yeah. Okay, so uh, let's move quickly through each section so we don't drown. Because we don't all have like twigs, magic, water thingies. Mm -mm. Okay, I would Are sink you... like a rock. Are we ready? Okay, so all of a sudden, uh, Cyril picks up a little dust off the ground, picks up some water from this, slaps them together, parts her hands, and the water parts like the Red Sea. And you have a a a twenty feet wide, hundred foot long trench. And he says, "Okay, we're gonna stagger these so everyone get to the end just before you get wet." And you, the carts go forward. Everyone gets forward. He casts it again, starting twenty feet behind you, and going forward and creates another uh, hundred feet. I hope we have enough and go. I would like to pick up the fish that are flopping around in the dirt and toss a couple of them into the back of the cart. As we're going. Like, really? Like, fish! I. Okay. Delicious fish. Yes. All right. So, yeah, you, you, there's four fish that sadly just gave their life because so you guys get across a river. Um, I heard their <laughs> screams of death. <laughs> yeah, because you, <laughs> Twig speaks to the animals, and Wave's like, I'm not very happy about that. So you uh, get to the end of the next one, and just as the water starts falling in, the last segment opens, and you are, you have a clear path to the other shore. Um, there's a bit of a, it's, it's not a, luckily for you, it's not a drop off, it's an incline. So uh, the, it, it is muddy. So what I'd like, whoever's controlling the horses, I'd like you to roll animal handling. Hmm. Who would be doing that? I have crap ass animal handling. Serial actually has advantage at animal handling, so I'm gonna roll. Oh, thank goodness. Um, okay, so with advantage, Serial is able to get the cart up there. Um, Zilpip, uh, I, I, you're you're only riding 
a horse and the horse by itself not pulling a cart would be okay just getting up a embankment so I don't need you to roll I was rolling for serial controlling the cart <laughs> uh, you are on the other side of the river Ooh. all right now what guys well going I mean yeah you tie the rope and give it out redistribute it to everybody yeah good knots must have been all that uh, time on the on your ship. Well, you know, Talfa spent some time with me. Uh, he's pretty good with knots. And, ta- and that's right. Yeah, taught you some on uh, the journey up to Axport, right? Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, you, after a little bit of hunting, Bryn points out the, the entrance to the path. Because remember, it was a little bit hidden behind a copse of trees. So you find the... The mountain pass in the first day other than you know normal you see a couple goats and a couple uh, uh, sheep that are uh, uh, actually a bighorn sheep is uh, looking on the top of the thing looking at you like question if I put the fish in the bag of holding will it like technically preserve it I mean I guess because it has 10 minutes of air inside and it wouldn't mm-hmm. after that there's no more air. No air. Okay. Um, but then everything you have in there is going to smell like fish. Well, no, it's fresh fish. It would take at least a half an hour for it to actually start smelling fishy. Fish I mean, when you pull them fresh they out They smell of the like river. fish right now in the cart. Like fish smell like fish. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. No, they don't. Fresh Until fish you cu- oh, you haven't cut it open. That's right. You're not. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're not prepping the fish. You're. Mm-mm. Okay, so you have four dead fish in the bag of holding. Mm-hmm. Which should not make everything smell like fish yet. Yet. Okay. Um, so. <laughs> I am so not going near that topic of conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so you're heading up the, you head up the mountain pass. It is, it is looking familiar now again. You like, you recognize a couple mm-hmm. of those out, like particular outcroppings. If if you walked something before, especially one that looked a little bit like the side of a face on, uh, like a profile of a face, as you went south before. Now you see it going north. You are hearing, you know, at, there are some trees but as you're climbing up here you're slowly seeing less and less trees you're climbing up basically above the tree line into mountainous terrain uh Bryn are you um uh, what are your favorite terrains underdark forest and mountain oh and mountain okay so you you guys are moving at a, a, a you're not slowed at all uh, Bryn is sitting by cereal, um, controlling the uh, the cart and the your draft horses for the cart. And it, what is your so other than you? Because I remember from last time that was with the animal handling and your and cereal's perception. You guys were in the driving the cart, right? Yes. Okay, and and I have it where if we travel for more than an hour. 
Um, difficult terrain does not slow the group's travel. We cannot become lost except by magical means. And we remain alert to danger even when engaged in other activities. That's right. And you have, uh, I do recall, yeah, you have, uh, you know the path very well. And you even know the spot that was, because Horla was with you last time. Horla, the uh, uh, storm giant. Uh, on the way back, you, you, as it gets a little late in the day and you start seeing the, the, the sun goes past the mountaintop. Um, you're looking around making sure there's no wings <laughs> uh, sunset yesterday was uh, a little more dangerous but you don't see anything and you uh, you find that spot that was around kind of out of sight in that uh, overhang that's around off the trail so you point that out to the party um um, this is pretty, it's too low for your fortress. So does anyone do tiny hut or I don't remember. Do we even have a tiny hut amongst us anymore? Uh, Quail used to. No. Yeah, yeah, we don't. That's what I mean. So you guys can just set up a campsite. Um, I'll have you do, uh, well, Zilpip doesn't really need to sleep and Bran only needs half. So, um, you guys could alternate. Um, watches, if you want. You do need to rest, but it's not sleeping, correct? It's, yeah, I, I need... Oh. I can read it. Um, uh, it is... You no longer need to sleep and can't be forced to sleep by any means, and you gain the benefits from a long rest while doing light activity. <clears throat> Which would be, you know, keeping watch. Yep. Wow. That's amazing. Um, so between the two of you, you can cover an entire long rest, no problem. Um, everyone else gets us. Is anyone do anything before you go to sleep? I do. Okay. I want to use my mirror of the past. Oh, okay. On Zilpip. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Give me one second then. <laughs> Probably should have warned you. No, that's okay. <laughs> Okay. <sighs> um. Oh, and Mike, just to retroactively, can I just say that I filled another dust of dryness when I was waiting for them to cross? Ab absolutely. Yeah. It, I mean, it's easy to do for you. Cool. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, so Zilpip, the mirror of the past. I don't know if you know that. It's going to reveal some of your something about you in the past. So feel free to add. Right. We as we've talked, I'll I'll you can fill this in your backstory. So Got it. Bryn looks into the mirror and you see a a family and Zilp one of them is Zilpip. Looks like a couple about the same age, a couple setters, about the same age, and uh, and a a older looks like a 
older couple, male and female. Um, and they are uh, in a big warehouse and they are looking over a amazingly crafted uh, rowboat. It has in the actual wood is carved from one piece. The even the crossbeams, everything carved from one piece. The head of it has a seagull and carved all throughout is the most intricate. This reminds you of Arnana. The, the work is so good. It actually kind of reminds you of home, but this is not elven um, design. It looks almost like a tribal symbols and stuff. And there are there are inlaid carved holes on either side. And uh, Zilpip is taking a, uh, a big goblet and putting it in the hole, making sure that it fits in each one of them. And one of it's it and takes a, uh, an awl uh, and starts, uh, and adds actually, and starts uh, scooping out the center a little bit more until the goblet fits. It is an intricate, intricate boat. The mirror changes and you see it's dark and under the door you see glowing red and you don't hear anything but you see Zilpip like go toward the door and then cock his head and hides behind where the door opens. And all you see through the crack of the door is a massive creature. It, it's You just see a tiny sliver, but it is a giant creature that is bent over looking and appears to be looking in the room and Zopip is hiding behind the door. Do I recognize this creature? You don't. I mean, you don't see enough. You just see red like it's a giant sized creature you see you know a lot of red um glowing even um and zilpip is behind the door and then the door shuts and zilpip goes and listens at the door opens the door looks around and that's what you see Okay, alrighty. I don't tell anybody about this. I'm just gonna keep it to myself. Okay. <laughs> All right. I feel like I'm in court. Uh, please disregard that last testimony. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Strike yeah. that from the record, please. Strike that from Strike the record. That. It's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> the witnesses will disregard that last statement. Yeah. <laughs> like if we were in person, I would pull you aside and tell you this, but you know, it's Zoom. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's what you see. Anyone else doing anything before sleeping? I'm just going to, uh, I'm going to, uh, actually, um, did I give a sending stone to Kaladek? I'm pretty sure I did. Or no, no, I gave one to 
Malama, my mom. Yep. And I had one more. I, I didn't give it to anybody. You have one more set you did not give out. That's correct. Yeah, one more set. Okay. So, so you can uh, call it your, you have your mom and you have uh, Malama, of course. Yeah, I'm going to oh. hold off. I'm going to hold off. Okay. Lama, 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 Lama. <laughs> All right. Uh, great. Well, throughout the night, um, would you roll a perception for the first watch, uh, Zilpip? Sure thing. Ah. Uh. Seventeen. Yeah, you uh you don't see anybody, um, but you do you get a you get a sense of foreboding. You don't know why. Nothing you don't see anything, you don't hear anything, but you feel a a weird sense of like an ominous feeling. All right. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so, um, as you, uh, um, Bryn goes out of her meditative state, you are now completely rested. Um, Bryn, roll a perception, please. Uh, Got a 13. Okay. Um, and Zilpip is still awake, too. Um, now, um, I don't know why, Bryn, you don't, you don't see anything, you don't feel anything, nothing changed. It like, seems like a very quiet night. Stars are out, not, not many clouds, so. Zilpip, do you tell us? This feeling that you're getting when we start waking up? Well, no, only Brit is awake right now. You guys are still sleeping. No, no, no. I was asking if Zilpip, with this feeling that he's feeling, does he start telling us as we start waking up? I yes, I will. But when y'all start waking up, I would tell you. We haven't okay, done that. That's yet. what I'm wondering. So, no, uh, I know that, but I was just curious. So uh hey Zilpip. Hello. Meanwhile, everyone else. Any, I just, uh, anything uh, interesting? One of you snores really loudly. This? I'm not sure who. <laughs> no. Oh, hold, hold on one sec. I got to turn Twig over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does that sometimes. When he gets in that fetal position, he blocks the airways. Mama. So I have to I have cradle him sometimes at night. You, you, just roll, you just roll him over and he goes. <laughs> yeah, and the thumb goes like this. <laughs> and, and snoring goes stops immediately yep yep that's that's okay to him. yeah yeah so but, so i i get that you you know want help and everything and you know keladek but why us because that's who keladek recommended Considering we just met him recently, that's interesting. How do how do you know him? Because my family we do business and we sell boats, and we made it up to where he is. 
Salt Marsh. Salt Marsh. Made it up to Salt Marsh. Where is your family? My, they, they were in Kuznir, but were? yeah, the fire giants in their last raid took them. Not from Kuznir, from um, Grand Ganaway. From Ganaway, yes. Took them from Ganaway. Like kidnap them? Yes. So you want us to go save them? Yes. Did Kaladek tell you about our group? He just told me you guys would be good to help or good people and good group to help ask for help. Well, yes, but we also have a lot of targets on our back. And, um, if you're with us, I mean, it's you, you, you saw we were fighting a dragon. That's the least of our worries right now. Are you sure you're still up for the task? I have to be. It's for my family. All right. Well. Good answer. I think. <laughs> I think you're good people. And I poke mm-hmm. his horn. <laughs> That's going to be a thing. Oh, so, no. can you see in the dark or do you need light? Because I can see in the dark. I have. Oh, wait, hold on. Is it dark? It is dark. Oh, then you can't actually see me unless you <laughs> have something. <laughs> I'm assuming you would reveal yourself. No, it's anybody who relies on dark vision, I'm just invisible to. I, it's not like a. A thing Anna I can control. See, yeah, <laughs> it, it's it's just kind of like a a, a trait. <laughs> oh, I see. So so I have I do have I can see. I have another thing. You can see normally in darkness, both magical and non magical, to a distance of one hundred and twenty feet. Nice. Ooh, it, so I can it, yeah, see it just it just says while in darkness, you are invisible to any creature that relies on dark vision to see you in that dark. Oh no, it's called devil sight. It's not yeah, dark vision. Devil sight. Yeah, it's different. Oh, okay. So he can see me. He, he's the only one in the party that can see you in the dark. Uh, oh, oh, wait, you can see me? That's another reason why Serial <laughs> yeah. often casts light. <laughs> Don't you remember? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I, why, why shouldn't I be able to see you? Um, and then I, 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 I turn invisible in the dark to people who need dark vision to see. Like, Talfeft can't see me in the dark. Sariel can never see anything in the dark. Weird. Yeah. So, anything uh, fun happened tonight? No, I didn't see anything, but I just have this uneasy sense, uh, uneasy feeling about this area. Ominous. Hmm. Um, maybe we should take a patrol around. See if we can find anything. Okay, that'd be a good idea. So we're gonna walk around the camp um, grounds, and I think we should probably do like a radius of like 30, 30 to sixty feet out to okay. scout and see. Do we find anything? You uh, 
Roll. Roll a um. Roll an Arcana check. Arcana. Eighteen. Eighteen. So you do. So you sense that you're being watched. And from your experience with invisibility and such, you think maybe someone invisible is watching you. And it's not within your <clears throat> uh, it's not within your devil's sight range. You have um, to have true sight. Yeah, it's right. Can um, can I get a sense of which direction it's from? Um, you you yeah, roller perception check. I love it. Twenty-six. Just as you're listening and looking around, you do catch maybe what looks like something on the eastern uh, peak of the mountain in this little uh, crevasse that you're in. So maybe they're watching, like someone invisible is watching from above you. I have an idea. Um, I'm going to, so it's in like toward the east. Yes. Okay. Would, how far is that little dip from us? You don't know that they, you don't know. I'm just going to let you know. You don't know that anyone can see you. Um, and actually the way I read this, uh, Zilpip, you have, uh, you, you, you don't have true sight. Devil's Sight, you can see normally in darkness. So that gives you the ability to see in darkness, both magical and non-magical distance 120 feet. So I, I would rate, I would say that that would allow you to see Bryn in the dark. All right. Um, but um, this isn't, uh, yeah, it must be, it just it just must be like just at your sight distance or something like just outside of that so the so where he's he's detecting this it's outside of his sight it, you just see yes. like you saw some movement way up in the uh, above the mountaintop just a little bit of movement that caught his eye okay and so how far can you see 120 120 okay so what i would like to do is I would like to move stealthily uh, up about 40 feet toward the area that he's like detecting. Okay, roll uh, roll your stealth. Okay. That's a 16. Okay. And I would like to cast Alarm. Okay. 30 feet away from me, I choose an area that is no larger than a 20-foot cube. And whenever a tiny or larger creature touches or enters the warded area, 
and the warded area. You're making your campsite, right? Well, no, I'm going to do that warded area, the the 60 or 30 feet away from where I'm standing right now. Oh, got it. Okay. Um, so when you, when you cast it, then I, I choose to make the alarm. I can choose to make the alarm mental or audible. Um, so I choose to make it mental. And so, so if, I'm, if I'm reading this correctly, it says that it'll produce a sound within 60 feet. What, what does that mean? So does that mean it'll if it's you have somebody's to be with, within you, you have to be within sixty feet to hear Oh, it. I have to be. Oh, okay. I thought that that thing has to be within sixty feet. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Let me try this again. Um. So does that mean they would have to be inside the cube for it to alarm? At any movement to, into that cube. Into the cube. Okay. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to talk to him before I actually do this one to make sure. Okay. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to set this alarm. Um, I've never really used this spell before, so I'm not quite sure how effective it is. Sure. But I would like to have it to where um, if anything comes into our camp, it'll alarm. What okay. do you think, Zilpip? That would be a good idea. Cause, yeah, there's something there. Just not sure what. Do you see anything now that we're closer? Uh, or did you come with me when I moved? Yes. <laughs> that would be good to know. <laughs> oh, wait, I, that would mean I would have to roll stealthily, too. Yes, you're not visible in the dark. Oh, okay. So I got a 13 for the stealth. Yeah, you, you were, uh, you're heading out and notice, you, you fail to notice a twig on the uh, not twig, a twig, and it cracks, and you. Uh, oh, it's not loud, but you don't know if anyone heard it with mm. that with that stealth. Uh, you, don't, twigs, you don't know if anyone heard it. Twig's so always in the way. Jeez, <laughs> oh, dang it, twig! <laughs> all of his brethren. All, all right, so so you. What, uh, this, what time this is happening now? This is got to be like. It's like three About hours into three, it. Yeah, this is probably three in the morning. Right. Assuming you're getting up about six, you know. So do you think we five should set six? the alarm just back at camp or should we set it somewhere out here in this area? What do you think, mm. Zopip? If we were to do it in camp, we would be able to tell if anything enters, but we won't be able to see anything or not see, but. How about I set it out here so if that thing gets any closer? That makes sense. So since it's a mental alarm, it says that it'll ping in my mind within a mile. Yes. And it'll awake me if I'm sleeping. Yep. So I'm going to, um, so I moved up 30 feet, so 30 feet from where I am, so 60 feet away from camp, I'm going to put down a 20-foot warded area, and that is with my arcane sundial, so I can do that at will. Okay, got it. So you set an alarm. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So let's. Uh... Uh, now, what are you doing? Are you going to investigate or are you staying? Where are you? Tell me where you're positioned. 
I'm... You want to go back to the edge of camp? Yeah, I want to go back to the edge of camp because it's not comfortable leaving everyone okay. by themselves. Yeah, I'll go with them. Okay, so you're back at camp, and in about an hour in, you hear... Beep, 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 beep. Ah, ah, it's loud. Okay. <laughs> so someone right. has entered that area. There. What? Uh, can I see them from where we're at? You, you do not. But the you don't see anything. Hmm. Could I get within sixty feet of that area and cast fairy fire? Uh you can. Interesting. So where are you casting it? Uh, in that where in that area? How big is fairy fire's radius? 20, 20 foot cube. Oh. And what does foot. fairy fire do? Uh, each uh, each object in a twenty foot cube within range is outlined in blue, green, or violet light. Your choice. Any creature in that area that spell is cast is also outlined in light. If it fails its dex throw, dex saving throw for the duration of that object. Ooh, All right, dex yeah. saving throws now. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so. You cast this, and it is a, it is a saving throw. What's a saving throw? Seventeen dex. Oh, dex. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, so does that mean if I fail, I turn into a female? What? For the sex saving throw. <laughs> I'm not even. <laughs> not even gonna touch it. Yeah. Okay. So, um, uh, fails. So you see a a humanoid shape. Um, actually, what color is it? Would would you say? Green. I'm gonna go green. So you have a green energy that reveals what looks like some kind of a. It looks like a drow. Um, who's wearing robes and a nearby um, kind of a looks like a, a a a little smaller than this tall drow and looks you see horns and tusks so you can see what these are with fairy fire so all of a sudden they're just outlined in green and they both freeze <laughs> and start to run away um i want to do uh ensnaring strike okay and um, which one the mm. the tall clothware or the uh, uh one looks demonic the other one looks like a caster like if you had to assess quickly what they remind you of one looks like <laughs> You know, <laughs> oh boy, I wish that was. I wish the people on the podcast to see. It's just like tusk, yeah. <laughs> and the other one's like <laughs> just shocked to be covered in green, um, having used greater invisibility on both of them. <laughs> That's why you couldn't see him. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay, I you can see like... a darkness, but it's not. You don't see invisible unless you, you know. Fairy fire did it. 
So that was a I'm gonna, good move. I'm gonna cast um, ensnaring strike on myself. Okay. Um, and I'm going to attack. Hold on, let me click cast. There you go. And then I'm going to attack the. Uh, which one did you say? Uh, whatever, whichever one looks like the caster. Okay, got it. That's uh, the humanoid. Okay. So that's an 18 to hit. Um, so what you see, you've done, you've fought people before, you see a shield spell activate, and the arrow, which was going straight for his heart, bounces off and shatters the wood shatters. Okay, I'm gonna do my second attack. Okay. <laughs> and that is a 20, not natural. Okay. Um, that that shield can't no no other reaction can be used, so that that hits. What, what's your damage? Uh, let's see here. D eight. That's uh, six damage. Okay. And then, so since it now hit... everyone else is still sleeping at this point. I'm just saying, like this is. You two are the only ones that see that, and the alarm spell was in your head. Yes. Okay. So since it hit, he has to succeed on a strength saving throw. Has a lot of S's. Succeed on a strength saving throw. A strength saving throw. Okay. <laughs> the strength of minus one. Sure. That's why I picked the caster. <laughs> uh, fifteen minus one, fourteen. Awesome. That was a strength of sixteen. So he fails. He is now restrained by magical vines until the uh, spell ends, oh. which is a concentration up to a minute. Okay. Oh, yeah. the target takes 1d6 uh, piercing damage. So... So he takes 3 piercing damage. Okay. Um, he is restrained. Uh, uh, what... Are you wake? Are you guys just doing this yourself? Are you waking anybody up, or...? Um... It was just the two things. Yeah, it was just us. So okay, so <laughs> I don't uh, think we woke anyone up yet. <laughs> okay, so so for right now, I'm not gonna have. I'm gonna do turn based, and unless everyone, um, so he's restrained. The uh, Zilpip, what are you doing? I wanted. How far away is the other the other creature, the more de demonic one? Uh, they're both in that square. They're both in covered in green. They're the same. They were side by side. Cool. I want to cast Chilling Touch on the not the one that isn't restrained. Restrained. Okay. Um, twenty four to hit. Good. <laughs> that is ten damage. Necrotic damage. Okay. Um, he's he's hurt. And then I would also like to start getting closer to them. Okay, so you're moving closer? Yes. Okay, so one is restrained. The other one just took a hit. Um, the, uh, the, the caster... Um, cast Misty Step to move... Uh, 30 feet out back 
and that oh, at the beginning of its turn it takes one d6 damage oh no kidding okay it takes four damage yeah now while restrained misty step steps out of the restraint though yeah, but at the start of his turn, he takes... Oh, so, that's uh, what it takes. While okay. restrained by the spell, the target takes 1d6 piercing damage at the start of each of its turns. Okay, so it took Misty Steps out, and um, the other demon... Um, just rushes toward Zilpip. And... <laughs> And tries uh, closes on you, um, and tries to claw you. Okay. Uh, and misses with a with a uh, seven. Impressive. Okay. All right. Does any of this make noise and wake any of us up? Um, I would say that that action of the running and the uh. Misty Step doesn't make noise. The arrow... Um, um, I don't think there's been loud enough yet to wake you up. Wake you guys up. Aren't we roughly 60 feet away from the camp? You are. Okay. And the alarm says it wasn't audible, only was in Bryn's head. <laughs> so, so you guys are... It's still all in my head. You're sleeping. Um, okay, else? Bryn. This the caster has moved thirty feet away, further from the the point of restraint. Okay. Um, so once he's free, the vines just shrivel up and go away. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm going to. Uh, I'm just. Um, <laughs> There's so many options. Um, I am. I'm. I'm just gonna hit him. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna. Just gonna attack him. Uh, it's a 21 to hit. Ah, uh, that hits. Uh, five damage. Okay. There, and then. <coughs> um, Sorry, my um, that's a 28 to hit. And that is 10 damage. Okay. And then um, I'm going to um, I'm going to yell. <laughs> All right. At, at, at the camp. Um, and I'm just going to yell uh you know, we're under attack. <laughs> okay. So get your asses out here. <laughs> All right. What? So what I'm, I'm going to, depending on what happens in this round, I'm, I'll have you guys roll initiative, but you are awake and alert now. Uh, and, and Zilpip. I'm going to use toll the dead on the, the, the creature that attacked me. That it's a wisdom saving throw of 17. Uh, four. Three plus okay. one. It takes 23 necrotic damage. 
Oh, wow. You hear... Wait, thunder... Um, actually, it seems to... You have a lot of experience in casting spells. Doesn't seem to hurt as much as you thought it would. Okay. So, seems to have some resistance to necrotic damage. All right. Um, all right. Uh, camp. Um, give me your initiative, uh, Twig. 19. 19? Okay. Telfeth. Rolling right now. Oh, that was a crit. Wow. So 21. Twenty-one for cereal. Uh, Crispin, what was yours? I'll come back, Bryn. A uh, sixteen. All right. And Zilpit. Fourteen. Um, Crispin, you there? If not, roll for him. Yeah, 15. Oh, 15. Okay, great. Okay, so they're screwed. Um, <laughs> all of you act before either of them. So, Serial's <laughs> first. Serial wakes up, sees these guys covered in fairy fire, which, by the way, means everyone has advantage on them since the fairy fire. Um, oh, nice. so, oh, I was supposed to roll an advantage. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, um, that's all right. What? Well, it's fine. Um, interesting. Uh, it's going to cast guiding bolt. That's a 14. <laughs> Which uh, hits. And uh, that's that damage is. <laughs> 14 damage. Okay. And cereal, that's all cereal is going to do. Um, the drow is work looking horrible. Like that hurt, your shot hurt, everything hurt. Um, uh, Talfeth and Twig, you guys okay. are just waking up. You see two creatures in glowing fire. Um, How far away are they? Uh, about uh, 60, one is 60 feet, and the other one is closer. Because okay, uh, you see Zilpip standing face to face with what looks like a Glowing green demon. Interesting. Okay. Is the demon within 60 feet or is that the one that's farther away? The demon is closer than 60 feet. Probably 40. Okay. Okay. Because came um, rushing then... at Zilpin. And he was back I'm... near camp. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark. Yep. And then throw Whelm at him. Okay. That's 25 to hit. Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, their armor. These guys are wearing cloth and natural armor, so yes, that hits. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So whelm plus hunter's mark. That's 17, Seventeen damage, and that's my first attack. Okay. Does it look like it's hurting him? Bad. Nice. Okay, I'm gonna do it again. Sixteen to hit this time. That is uh, also a hit. Sweet. Whelm throws out and throws again. That's 10 plus 13. Uh, call your shot. Oh, I'm going to smash it right in its face so it goes through the nose. Yeah, the 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 first hit hits him really hard in the chest. And he goes, Whoa! and the second one hits him right in the face. The nose gets driven up into the brain. And why don't you smell this, you bastard? And uh, Whelm flies back in your hand. Nice one, Whelm. Twig, then Bryn. I do not think this is going to go well for them. Um, um, so, Twig, Zilpip is physically engaged at five, like face-to-face. -face. With the demon who just died, right? No, the the mage died. Oh, oh, oh no! You hit the demon. I'm sorry, you hit the demon. The I, demon uh, died. Yeah, yeah. You, the, you, so the right in front of you, Zilpip, uh, you just see a a big warhammer fly past your face, hit the demon, and then the second one hits him in the face, and he just conks down dead. And I, I, I say hello there as as I see the hammer hit the second time. <laughs> Those eyes, yeah. <laughs> I'd cut care of for you. Thank you. So um, I grab wave, jump up, click my heels together, go, <laughs> and uh, run over to the uh, the, the, the caster. Uh -huh. And uh, since I have advantage, that gives me sneak attack. Um, I am going to. Uh, it does, doesn't it? It does. So I and I'm and uh, wave is versatile, so I'm using both hands and going to jump up and you know just like stabbing downwards at this creature. Got it. Angry halfling with pitchfork. And I rolled a natural <laughs> one, which uh, allows Donald me. Donald luck. In. Well, it's, yeah, it's oh, that's halfling luck. Yeah. And I rolled a four. I'm going to use my. Uh, well, the, actually, that was only my first roll, so I have advantage, so I get to try again. That's right. Oh, wait, I, I kept rolling. No, you know what? I was rolling my damage. I'm sorry. Um, you were rolling the wrong dice. The natural one, and then I'm just going to roll again. <laughs> 27 to hit. Okay. I Jesus, understand. Natural one. You were just rolling one. damage dice. Yeah, I was why, rolling damage why dice. Why am I missing so badly? I'm rolling yeah. a d12. Exactly. <laughs> um, so oh. that does... Uh, Seven plus 15, 22 damage. Call your shot. Um, can I hold back and not kill them? And nope. like you already said, the ground? you already said, you're stabbing him with a pitchfork in a leaping attack. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fine. If you said, I'm going to try to knock him out with the butt of my pitchfork, that's not what you described. 
So you have impaled him? It's like me and my non-lethal arrows. Yeah, Yeah. like... Yeah, that's true. Okay, fine. You'd have to make non-lethal arrows, like... As I'm, like, I'm you'd have to arrows like an or something. Apple on that arrow. I'm gonna jump, uh, jump up and just slam him in the chest and land. And the demon on top of him. And the demon um, uh, had basically turned into like I don't know, necrotic dust is the best way to describe it. Who just mm-hmm. disappeared and into nothingness. However, mm-hmm. this caster is bleeding, and now that. Uh, the fairy fire. Oh, I guess it still applies until you drop concentration. But use this- my verbal. I use my verbal to tell uh, Sariel, spare the dying, spare the dying. Oh, uh, okay. You sure? Yeah, we got in. We got to interrogate this fucker. Oh, okay. Uh, um, I can always kill him again. Oh, we can always uh, give him the black razor. Uh, he is. Uh, he is at uh, he is at zero hit points. He is unconscious, but not dying. Anyway, we should give him the black razor. Now that I think about it, yeah. let's question um, him and then give him the black razor. Talfeth, can you can you give him like five hit points so he can, he's enough? I, let me tie him up first. Yes, tie his hands Before together. We get that, to that point, yeah. And uh, and I'm going to gag him as well. How are you tying him? With my rope. I understand. Behind his back, okay. Behind his back. Wait, yeah. doesn't Sarah Wait, doesn't, have the shackles? Yeah, doesn't she have the dimension shackles? Ooh, yes. Oh, that's we right. We haven't needed him in a while, but I'm yes. pretty sure she has him. Well, yeah, you definitely remember. want to shackle him because I think this was the guy who did the little teleportation thingy and got out of my snare earlier. Yeah, that's yes. true. He did. Um, okay. So and then the I'm also going to... Uh, the dimensional shackles to... are on him behind him. I can't really gag him because he needs to. Oh wait, no, we can use telepathy. Okay, so I'm gagging him too. Okay, so he's unconscious and bound and gagged. Bound and gagged. Okay, now Talfus, you can give him. All five. right. Do you want me to wait? Wait, wait. If he's unconscious and I cast Zone of Truth, does he automatically fail? He's unconscious. It won't affect him. Won't affect. Yeah. Oh. You have to have someone. Conscious. You have to be conscious before I cast it, Sam. Yeah, we have to heal him to a certain. (sighs) Okay, well, before we bring him back, are we going to talk to him? What are we doing, guys? We should probably take him back to camp because we're about 60 feet away from camp. Okay. Okay. We should probably drag him back to camp. Just carry him there. Do I recognize this is a a drow, right? Yes. Do I recognize it? It is a drow. By his garb and you know your experience, it's a mage or a wizard or you know a wizard or a uh, sorcerer or somebody. Does he so have? Do any, I do I recognize him though? Like, do I know this person? Is he from my my no. village? No, 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 no. Okay. It's this. You don't recognize him though. Okay. All right, Crispin, throw him over your shoulder like a continental soldier. <laughs> all right uh as you guys um i give uh, Telfeth a big hug because i just like love it whenever Telfeth sings you you <laughs> you uh drag him back to camp um he is uh still unconscious you can decide what to do with him and that's where we're going to end this episode oh awesome i know that you <laughs> oh my goodness who is this person 
Well, Listen, you'll you'll yeah. find out in about a week. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Aren't you glad I, I gave up my killing wave? <laughs>